0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about a pretty important topic, and that is, how how do you stay on track during a prep? And what happens if you go off track? How do you get back on track again? I think this is not really talked about too much because prep is seen as this hardcore process that you can only go in if you're super dedicated to it. Whilst that is, True, you do want to go in being super committed because it is gonna you're gonna have to make a lot of sacrifices to do this. Um, I think you know we're all human at the end of the day, and even like top level IFBB pros um, and people who seem or come across on social media as being super hardcore, never deviate from the plan. Even they'll go off track, but they just won't talk about it. Um, I mean there are a lot of people that just stick to the plan, but. I bet you most people have kind of made some mistakes here or there, um, even if it was in their first season and they've kind of learned from that. So I'm gonna go through all my kind of lessons because I've certainly gone off track. I went off track in my first prep um, and a couple of times even in my last prep, but these are some of the the sort of lessons I've learned. um, And I think uh, some of the main reasons I see people kind of falling off track, I'm gonna talk about in, in this episode. Before we begin that, I'll just go through a quick update on my prep. So we are currently just a little over 11 weeks out from the Dubai show. Um, And, you know, I talked about it in the previous episodes. I was initially a little bit worried about how heavy it was. Um, But as we're coming down, um, we're coming down at a really good rate. Um, It's a kilo loss every single week, but importantly, strength is still maintaining um, and it was the first time today I looked at my visuals and I'm like, okay, I am definitely in a pretty good position 11 weeks out. Um, I'm a lot tighter through my midsection. Um, I can feel it and I can see it and I'm not too fatigued either, which is really good. Obviously at this stage, you don't want to be experiencing high fatigue. Um, food has come down we're now below the sort of 3000 calorie mark on both training days and rest days and cardio is now up to 25 minutes daily so still still um, not that much for me anyway that's pretty easy to tick that box off Um, but yeah so far um, I'm not that hungry either um, which is a good sign I mean um, I'm starting to get this the sort of like sensation where I'm looking forward to my next meal but um, I'm sure like I, I know what to expect so as we go through um, I'll, I'll kind of let you know when I experience that true true level of hunger Um, but so far everything's going really smoothly I'll cut, try and keep you guys updated a bit more on social media but I have recently recorded a full day of eating video for the YouTube channel, so that will be being uploaded at some point this week as well. Right, okay, let's get into the, this episode then. So, first of all, I think I'd like to just talk about maybe some of the common reasons why you might fall off track, um, and these are some of the reasons um, I've fallen off before as well, so I think it's important to go through them first. Um, and then how then get into like, how do we kind of solve these? Um, So number one, I think is the most important thing. And I think you need, this needs to be set in stone right from the beginning of your prep. And if you don't have this, then chances are you probably are gonna fall off track. Um, And that's just being unclear of your reason why you're actually doing it in your first place. Um, And, you know, um, you need to be fully committed. I think that's so important um, before starting a prep, but if you don't have a strong reason why, um, or you're not strongly invested in the process, then at some point, when things get challenging, when hunger hormones are all out of sync, when your fatigue is high, you're more likely than likely not gonna fall off track if it doesn't mean that much to you. So. I think it's so important that you're going into prep like with the mindset of, no, I really want to do this. Um, I guess the same could be said for any sort of um, hard challenge that you do. You know, like if you're, if you're doing a marathon, you have to be invested in that. You have to put in the practice, you need to put in the time and the effort. Um, and likewise with a prep, it's exactly the same. I think you, you definitely need to have that strong reason why, because on the days which are tough, um, if you don't have that sort of backing, you're just gonna you're just gonna drop off, and you're not gonna want to continue. So, um, so important to have that right at the beginning, um, and that's gonna carry you through those hard days. Number two is probably the most common reason I see people kind of going off track, and that is an accumulation of stress, which is inevitably gonna happen during a prep, but not proper management of that stress throughout. Um, So you get to the point where stressors just amount and amount, and at some point if there's some little slip or deviation from your normal routine, or something tips you over the edge, whether that be you have a bad day at work, or family stressors or relationship stressors, that can just tip you over the edge and I think once again, it does come back to that first reason I said, you solidifying your reason why, but two, you need to be strategical in the way that um, you're managing the stress route and your life isn't completely consumed by the prep. Of course, like you're gonna be dedicating most of your time to this, but you need to be taking time off, time away from not thinking about the prep Time to chill, time to relax, um, a proper structured routine, which I'm going to get into. I think that leads me on to the next point, really. So, number three is simply a break in the routine, um, or not having a structured routine in the first place. Um, so, again, going back to the, I suppose the stress and this come hand in hand, right? So, going back to the stress bit, if there's some sort of break in your normal routine, like you forget to prep a meal, let's say, um, and your stress is particularly high. Then that's an opportunity for you to go off track and think. Right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go to the shop. I'm just gonna buy like something to hit my calories for that or macros for that. When when the temptation's high, when you're in the later stages of prep, and you go to the shop and you're seeing all these things, it's like, ah, oh, well could maybe fit that in, maybe it could fit in a, a, a sandwich or something. That highly palatable food, that taste of it could lead you down that spiral of just wanting more of it. So I think it's so important to always be prepared um, and, and not to break that routine. Um, for me, the key to this is actually having a solid morning routine. Um, and it's something I didn't really appreciate until now. And now that I'm at like, An online coach and I have a little bit more time in the morning and I can appreciate like if you work like a nine-to-five job this is maybe a bit harder than than for myself but I think it's valuable to get up early and to like have a plan for your day written down on paper and to have your meals prepped if you are going into work making sure you're doing that every single morning like even if you're giving yourself 20 minutes all it takes is probably an extra half an hour, 40 minutes. So waking waking up that little bit earlier to plan out your day, to make sure you have your meals prepped um, and then do whatever necessary things you need to do in the morning. Like some people might not want to do their cardio first thing in the morning. If you have got a busy day, it might be a case that you get your cardio done during lunch and then after work you do your resistance training, whatever works for you, but the routine has to work for you. It has to serve you. And it has to be pretty similar day to day. So I think it's important to kind of have that that set in stone right at the beginning. Um and not to not to break that. So making sure you're always prepared. Um so if if there is a potential break in the routine for some some reason, you're still um organized or you're you've pre planned so that you are gonna stay on track. So an example of this could be maybe something like a, a work event. You've got an event at work and you're away for that day. So you know you've got that coming. So you prepare your meals in advance. You set your schedule so you know when you're going to get your cardio in for that day. Um, so it's just, just all about pre-planning and making sure you've got a solid routine and structure. Um, what is that saying? Prepare, prepare to f- fail to prepare and prepare to fail. So that keep that in mind. Number four is nutrition. I think having poor nutritional choices within your diet, like you know, make, trying to keep in those highly palatable foods throughout, is a recipe for disaster in my mind. Because I tried to do this during my first prep, I was like, "Oh, I like like to have this wee treat. I like to have uh, a wee bowl of sugary cereal or Oreos. That was it. I had I tried to have like an Oreo every single." every single evening but the the thing is having that highly palatable food when again when hunger hormones are all over the place you just crave more of it so just getting a taste that you're more more than likely not gonna just want to eat more eat the whole bag or eat the whole box of cereal um if cereal is that so kind of realize those sort of trigger foods i guess you could say or those highly palatable foods that you might just go go and eat more of and try and eliminate them from your diet completely. And then number five is just simply the human aspect. Like we're all humans at the end of the day. Um, when, when I went to my final show, or no, it was second last show in 2021, the WMBF show um, in Birmingham, speaking to all the athletes there, everyone was so food focused everyone was talking about what they look forward to eat again, Um, everyone was tired, everyone was fatigued, so like you know we're all humans at the end of the day, we're not complete robots, maybe some of you are, but um, there is that point where like prep might just break you and I think it's being strong-minded, coming back to point one, having that point one firmly solidified your reason why, Um, but at some point, like especially if it is your first um, prep, you might break, and I think the key to it is managing all the things I mentioned previously. So, managing stress, making sure the, the routine's routine solid, etc. So, there is that human aspect. Now, how do we? What are some of the lessons I've learned, or how do we go about kind of making sure that we put ourselves in the best position, so that we are going to try and stay on track throughout. Um, so coming back to the reason why as well, I want to kind of also put some thoughts in your head as you go throughout the whole prep. So remember that doing the show or doing the prep is completely your choice. You can you can quit at any point, at any point you want. I think having this, knowing this in the back of your head sometimes makes things a little bit easier. Um, knowing that, you know, I don't have to do this. I'm choosing to do this. Um, I think that helps in the mindset as well. So in terms of mindset, your prep is only going to be as hard as you make it up in your mind. Um, So the harder you make things up in your head, like you tell yourself in the morning, oh, I really don't feel like doing this cardio. Um, I feel tired. The more you tell yourself these things, the more you the more you're gonna struggle, right? So I would say start, start the day with some like positive affirmations and there are gonna be days where you feel absolutely terrible. Um, and I think it's trying to like almost embrace that, embrace that moment, understand that you're not feeling 100%, but just keep things ticking over and um, understand that that, is, that feeling isn't gonna last forever. And things I tell myself is like, when I feel that way, like it's actually quite motivating for me now because I know that changes are gonna be be made. But if it's your first time, you might not realize when you feel like really shitty, you've never felt that shit in your life, let's say. Um, you know that, um, you, 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 you don't know what to expect. You don't know that those changes are being made. So here's me telling you that you are gonna feel like crap at the later stages of your prep. And just try and embrace that, um, embrace that struggle, embrace the challenge, um, and know that's not going to last forever as well. Once you usually, what happens is you'll you'll have a period of not feeling that great. You'll re- and this is usually the changeover from being a certain weight and reaching a new low, and then you'll reach that new low, and then you'll kind of plateau out, and you'll feel somewhat normal again. Um, and then the same thing happens when you reach another low. And it just kind of progressively gets a little bit harder as the prep goes on. Um, so I think that's important. Um, and just focus on ticking the daily tick boxes. Um, so planning out your day, having that plan with you, even if it's on, you, you have a little diary that you take around and you just tick it off as you do something focus on one step at a time, rep by rep, set by set, step by step, meal by meal, you know, just soak it all up, take it easy. Um, well, not take it easy because you are going to want to push, but just, um, just focus on that task list. Don't, don't try and get overwhelmed by the bigger picture. Okay. So in terms of the stress, um, I think, you know, inevitably as a, kind of mentioned, you are gonna experience this accumulative fatigue as we go through, and stress and, um, or diet-induced stress is gonna increase as we go through the prep. So it's important we're trying to manage it as best as we can, trying to keep it as low as we possibly can. Um, so some ways to go about this is First of all, right at the beginning of your prep, and I've talked about this before, but you need to make sure you're in a good position um, and, and try and make sure you're in a position where you're free of stressors or external stressors. Um, so, you know, whether that be like family life stuff or work, um, if you're not in a good place, then I would argue not to start the prep um, because it's just, gonna, it's just gonna get worse from there. You need to think of the strategies you have to manage stress. And obviously this is very individual um, dependent, but for me, some things are um, having time at the weekend to take off from work and take away from bodybuilding. So typically at the weekend on like a Saturday, I'll try and get my prep bits done a bit earlier. So I'll do my cardio, my posing, whatever, first thing in the morning, and I'll do a little bit of an earlier session. Um, and that way the rest of the day um, I'll spend with my girlfriend and try and have a normal day just going about like town I'll, I'll get my steps in that way um, and then maybe like a nice chill evening like watching a movie um, throughout the week maybe it's small things like um, going for a bath in the evening like reading uh, whatever, whatever helps you, you need to keep those sort of strategies in um, and make sure you're having time to yourself because quite quickly there's a lot you need to do as well. so not only is there that physical aspect of stress there's a lot of mental stress and especially during the end when you're when that sort of self-doubt maybe starts creeping in a little bit and um, there's the excitement and anticipation of stepping on stage and you've got a lot to do in the day. Um, you still need to make sure you are keeping in the strategies which help you to manage stress. Um, uh, And I think um, one thing I want to mention, I think it's so important, is prep night might not be a good idea if you're kind of working through some mental health issues as well. Um, I would probably strongly advise against doing this sort of thing. So if there's some things you need to work on, then you need to go and seek some help and address those issues um, and make sure you're in a good place before even trying to do a prep. And then if there are certain things that continually are stressing you out throughout prep, so some examples of these would be looking at other competitors on social media, um, perhaps the looking at the scales in the morning and not getting the reading you want, then take these out. Um, so I've worked with some people and like certain things like that have stressed them out and I've just said don't worry like don't look at your social media um, or if it's the scale weight I'm, I'm saying just send me some photos over like as long as I'm getting visuals then I know things are moving in the right direction. I don't necessarily need to see the scale weight because it does fluctuate a lot as long as you're ticking off the, the to-do list then that's absolutely fine. Make sure you're going at a steady pace as well. Obviously, inevitably during the final stages of a prep, stress is going to be really high and that's why I've said it's so important to keep in these stress management strategies. Make sure you're managing your sleep. I forgot to mention that as well because that can also be linked to kind of the stress side of things. So make sure you've got a good bedtime routine, wake, wake having similar sort of bedtimes, wake times, um, you're not consuming caffeine too close to bed, all these all these things. Um, but um, you know if you're like hammering it right at the beginning of prep, you're doing an hour cardio three weeks in, um, your weights dropping off at two to three kilos a week and continuing at that pace, then you're gonna reach burnout. Um, and the analogy I like to use here is imagine you've got imagine you, you've got your car right and you've filled the tank up and that's you at the start of prep. Now, as you go through prep, we, um, that fuel tank's going to kind of come down, okay? That's, that's your energy reserves. That's your how much you've got to give, right? That's coming down. And by the end, what you're looking to have is that kind of really near the bottom, right? And then what we might do is add some strategies to mitigate a bit of the stress or fatigue. So you refuel a little bit. You give yourself a little bit of a, a pit stop and refuel, and that comes up to maybe like a quarter of a tank. Um, and I need to deplete that, but the longer you're running on empty, the more damage you're going to make, the more damage you, the car's going to take, right, and then eventually it's just going to completely stop, um, and that's similar to you, right, so the, the the further you go into prep, and you and the further you are going running on empty, the more likely you are to just either go off track completely, or just pull out, okay, so if you're ready, like, 14, 15 weeks, I mean there's some exceptions to these rules because everyone's a little bit different and I've seen people who look ready 14 weeks out from a show and they, they turn up and they're, they're all good. So it's I guess a little bit of this is due to the individual and how well you cope at being at those low body fat percentages, um, but for most people um, being down there is very stressful and you can't be there for, for that long. So we'll continue at a steady pace, trust your coach in their decision making. Um, don't try and do it extra. Okay, um, another thing is um the break of routine, and I mentioned that, and I think this is so important. I've I guess I've tried, I've kind of already said this, but um making sure you have a solid routine, one that serves you, um, one that works around whatever commitments you have alongside prep, like work commitments, family commitments, and make sure it's solidified right at the beginning. Um, because if you don't have that, again, it's more likely than not that you're gonna break your crappy routine. <laughs> um, so make sure you've got something which is gonna work and it stays the same, like you, your days should pretty much stay fairly consistent, or at least for me, my Monday to Friday stays consistent. And at the weekend, obviously, I have like my sort of, I, I, it's almost like a sort of, not a load because I'm still doing the task, but a bit of a sort of um, back step from thinking about prep and just trying to do more normal things. Because during the week, I'm I'm working, like I'm training a bit later on in the day. I'm kind of thinking about the prep a little bit more. But at the weekend is my time to to chill a little bit more. Um, so my my structure stays the same, Monday to Friday is exactly the same, Saturday and Sunday week on week is exactly the same as well um, and then for your nutrition now this is important I think because I mean everyone is different when it comes to nutrition as well, something you know something that works for me might not be the same for someone else but personally um, I tried the like I I F Y M approach during my first prep, so if it fits your macros, um, and I, and I don't think it worked. There there was a quite a few occasions where, like, I, I snuck in some highly palatable foods, as I mentioned the beginning. I was like trying to fit in an Oreo in the last meal or something. And what would happen is, one, you're not getting the most nutrition out of that when you're really hungry. Like that's not a high satiety rating food like it's not going to keep you full for very long and you want to make sure you're getting plenty of those foods in so that you are fueling yourself and you're feeling better um, but two as as i mentioned before a taste of the, those highly palatable foods are just going to make you go off track i think number three is it's a lot of decision fatigue to deal with as well if you're constantly thinking right what am i going to eat today like i need to plan this out i need to put in my fitness pal um that's just another thing to think of especially in those later stages of prep so personally i don't think it's the best approach for a prep i think the meal plan approach usually works better but i know i know people who do that um i i f y m approach and it works well for them um so who's me to judge but i think the most important thing is you are trying to eliminate the, the highly palatable foods, um, the processed foods as well, as much as you can. Maybe you keep a tiny bit of it in, but like not too much because um, eventually you're going to break and you're going to want more of that food, especially when your hunger hormones are um, off towards the end. Um, leptin and ghrelin are out of sync. You're more, light, more than likely going to just kind of crack and overeat. And then the sort of human aspect, what I think is so important with this, guys, is communication. Um, So if you're feeling feeling it tough, if you're feeling that toll of prep, you are communicating with someone. I think this is where a coach comes in highly valuable because um, more than likely, like, if you're hiring a coach, they would have gone through the process themselves so they can explain why you're feeling that way, um, how to overcome it, or just having someone to talk to can really help a lot of the time, help through those hard times. Um and as I've said, like all those little mindset approaches are useful as well. Like it's only gonna be as hard as you make it. And realize your reason why, like always go back to that reason why, because that is gonna help to carry you through those Really tough and dark days towards the later stages of prep, um, but you know, if you do fall off track, um, the most important thing is try not to beat yourself up about it. For one, um, again, communicate back, be honest with your coach that you've gone off track because if you're if you've hired a decent coach, all they're going to do is support you and help you get back on track. Now. In the earlier stages, um, I wouldn't try and correct going off track. So, like, if you fall off track and you eat more food than you should have, um, I would just get straight back onto your normal routine. The later stages, this is where it is important to get that line of communication back to your coach, because if you do go off track and you know t- you're time sensitive towards the end. There, you may have to try and do something to compensate from that a little bit. But I think it's so important you address it earlier on. So there's a one time right at the beginning you're off track, address it then so it doesn't happen again. Um, because um, what you'll do is you could potentially get in the cycle of allowing yourself to go off, eat loads more food, and then you just say, right, I'm just going to work extra cardio. Um, I'm not going to tell my coach about this. And that, that means that you're giving your coach inaccurate data. Um, so the, the decision-making that your coach is making is perhaps not the best, it's not the most accurate, um, and you're not gonna like, achieve the best look or the look that you want, and also it's gonna cause you a lot of issues mentally as well. Um, so communication is so important here, guys. Like If you do fall off track, let your coach know don't beat yourself up, know that there's plenty of other people that have gone off, you're only human, um, we make mistakes, so um, just forget about it, just go into like a fresh slate, um, go into the next day with a clear mind um, and that's that's going to be so important. Um, so I hope all those points help you guys um, because, you know, Like if you're going into prep and you're kind of maybe a bit worried about what happens if I don't quite stick to plan or perhaps you've actually gone off track before, then maybe uh, some of these pointers can help you out. Um, So thanks for listening to today's episode, guys. If you have any questions, please drop me a message on social media and stay tuned for the next episode.